0: You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. All right, we come to our last program on The Convergence Is Here. I pray you're really getting something out of this because this is a continual unveiling, a continual unwrapping. The word apocalypse is not a doom and gloom word. The word apocalypse means the unveiling, the disclosure of things that have been hidden, that that were secret, are now being revealed in the open. Because if we don't understand this, then many are going to fall away. The convergence comes because too many have been saying that revival is not coming. There's only going to be apostasy. Or some would say there's going to be revival only and there will apostasy. So who's right? There's going to be both. There's going to be revival and judgment. There's going to be revival and the falling away. It's just there's going to be a clear distinction of whose side you on. So today I want to give you a little bit more. I call this the roadmap to the end times. It's a little bit of a writing that was put together when I started working on a book, writing an article about the last days. And uh, it's just a clear description of what was going to look like in the end times as we come into this convergence. The message of spiritual awakening is the answer and revival of the church, awakening the nations to the restoration of all things, the roadmap to final awakening. Can revelation be in relation to the end times? Will revival play a vital role in the preparation of God's people? Has the church been asleep for such a long time as this, that when the great tribulation occurs, will they be caught unaware? The roadmap has already been drawn in that there must be an awakening of the bride of Christ before the coming of the Lord in that mid dark midnight hour. The church must have their lights burning brightly because darkness will cover the earth and sin will run rampant. There will be a great exodus of God's people leaving the world. That is Babylon. The path is leading us to the highway of holiness by the light of the gospel of Christ. To be able to navigate in the dark, then our lamps must be burning, with the oil of the Holy Spirit, through the process of revival. Many will begin to wake up before persecution occurs and takes them unaware. For some, they will rise to everlasting life, but for others, they will continue to sleep and be taken by surprise. When that hour has come of light and the prophetic words, must be heeded that were spoken by the prophets of old and uttered by the Lord Jesus about these days. Have we been duped to believe that we will escape persecution like most of the Western church preaches? Or is it in reality not as we think it is? Have we gone off track with our current revivals that it's about bless me, prosper me, give me all the blessings without any suffering, This is what Revival has become, a self-centered, bless-me club, and Real Revival has a different sound. It sounds like mourning, weeping, travailing, agonizing prayers, intercession, preaching on hell, holiness, the gospel. It's about repentance, conviction, and the gospel of truth. What I'm about to share with you is the roadmap of Revival. What the roadmap of revival is going to look like in the last days. In fact, we are living in the last days. Will the church be ready when our groom, Jesus Christ, comes for his bride? The church, singular, not plural. There's only one church made up of Jews and Gentiles merging as one. Wow. The roadmap to the end times. I guess that's going. It sounds like an introduction to the book, no? On the last days, I guess it's gonna it's gonna turn into that. But this is a convergence. We're gonna see the convergence of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God come together. Some have just been word people, and some have just been spirit led. But something happens. Something happens when they both come together. There is a powerful explosion it's the dunamis of god a miracle work and power comes together but we need the word of god that's put on so that we can do the works of god the convergence is here and i'm going to end it with a couple of more things here but during this convergence we're going to need to know how this fallen away is coming the scripture says that before he is revealed, who is that? The Antichrist. There will be a falling away first. Second Thessalonians chapter two. The apostle Paul is addressing the people, the church of Thess- Thessalonica and telling them because many were teaching that Jesus had already come and that they had been left behind in and that they were going to go through hard times and they were left there. But I like what Paul says here now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him. We ask you brothers not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against the so-called God or image of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you remember that when I was with you, I told you these things? And you know what is restraining him now, So that he may be revealed in his time for the mystery of lawlessness. That is also called the mystery of iniquity is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so until he is taken out of the way. He is out of the way. Then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. Verse nine. The coming of the lawless one was is by the activity of Satan with all power and false signs and wonders and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false in order that all be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure and unrighteousness. Well, wow, I think I read 12 verses there. But what does it say? Many were saying during that time that Christ had come, and they were so shaking with fear. But Paul says the coming of the Lord is not going to be until this happens first. The spirit of what? The man of lawlessness, the son of perdition, the son of destruction shows up first. They're right there. Is giving you a sign. So those who were teaching us that we're going to be out of here before that happens, according to this, Paul is telling us, no, don't be so shaking. But this has to happen first. That's why it says don't be deceived. How many times did Jesus say don't be deceived? What is that word uh, deceived? It means you you're you're believing what is not true to be deceived. That's why I, I spoke on the uh, the call to discernment. I did a two part on that because the call to discernment It's a good message. Go back and listen to it. I'm going to be bringing you another part on the call of discernment. These are so important to understand because without it, we're going to be lost. We're going to be deceived. We're going to be taken advantage of we're not we're going to be led into delusion a strong delusion that even those who are saved are going to believe what is false why because we need to have a clear understanding of the last days which brings me to another part let's go to first john let's go to john first john Look what it says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. One, 1, John 1. 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God, and every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is is not from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming, and now is in the world already. He's telling us that that spirit of Antichrist, that spirit of perdition, the son of perdition, the son of destruction, which was which was uh, uh, Apollyon, that spirit was already active during that time. So he says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see that there are of God. Let's talk a little bit about the following way, why it's going to happen. You see, a wrong interpretation of the end times has many believers unprepared for persecution. Whether we're talking about the theories and timing of the rapture, the eschatological view of prophecy, or the belief that all prophecies have already been fulfilled. So they downplay the prophecies of today, the need for revival, and want to interpret the scripture in another way. What the Lord has shown me is shocking, people. It's shocking that many who claim to know Christ do not believe in his second coming. Either they believe he already came, or he's not coming back at all. That the world will eventually get better, The issue I have with this is that prophecy is interpreted as past tense. So in doing so, the church replaces Israel and becomes the elect of God. The gospel of grace is preached and the gospel of the kingdom is ignored until the end of days. Yet the gospel of the kingdom is eschatological. What did we say eschatological was? It is the doctrine and study of the final days. But the divorcing of these has caused a mass confusion over the things, the end of all things. It's time to address the situation and see what the word of God clearly teaches. Have we been looking towards the signs of the times and have ignored the warnings and have ignored the warnings of Christ? So the confusion continues. Is there a better way to understand the last days? Has man made it so complicated? that most want to steer away from the end times? Have we robbed people of anticipating the blessed hope? Is there a war against the second coming of Christ? Could it be connected to the great fallen away that is mentioned in the scripture? Understanding the end times will be vital in the years to come. An understanding is emerging that goes beyond what has become the normal interpretation. We're going to get back to the future. Since we have divorced the gospel from eschatology, then we are preaching a gospel of grace instead of the gospel of the kingdom. Could it be that our false teaching of the last days will have many falling away from the faith and turning away from the gospel by the multitudes? Could the false teaching of the last days be an indicator of the apostasy prophesied? It's time to prepare for the shaking is coming to the planet a convergence, an increase of fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Many were expecting what is unfolding right now to take place after the rapture. But I hate to tell you so, but I told you so, that we're living in the last days. The book of Revelation is not in the future. It's unfolding now. The days that Jesus spoke about prior to his return are upon us. Many Christians are not ready for what is coming. And in the next few years, it will seem that Bible prophecy is unfolding. The news is happening. The watchmen are reporting and the intercessors are praying. It's time to get ourselves ready to stand. Stand firm. Stand strong. Stand ready. Are you ready? Are you strong to be able to stand in the days to come? Another revelation that I want to be releasing It's called how to stand, how to endure in the last days, how to endure hardships in the last days. God is going to give us a way to endure the hard times, hardships, persecution, tribulation. It shouldn't mean to scare you. It's to purge us. It's to perfect us. It's to mature us. It's to purge us of all that is not of God and purify us. That's why we have persecution. That's why we must go through hard times so that God can refine us. I want to be refined. I don't know. This is be something that people might take wrong, but I want to be a tribulation saint. (laughs) I want to live in those days. Greatest days that we're living in is now. Jesus is coming. Yes, but there's still much to be done before he comes. There's a teaching that says his coming is imminent. That he can come at any time. No, there's still much, much. There's still things to be done before he comes, because we have neglected prophecy, and we looked at it as, oh, it's not important. Many of us are confused of where we are right now. But I'm telling you, with all my heart of sincerity, the convergence is here. You don't have to look left. You don't have to look right. You can just look at what's happening in Israel. This has not happened in our generation. And this is just the beginning of a wake-up call for people to turn to the true God. This is what revival is all about. It's not about getting goosebumps, blasted with joy. Yes, you're going to get that, but it's more than that. It's causing us to turn our hearts to God. Get right with Him. The conviction of the Holy Spirit coming upon us and right in the middle of what we're saying, what we're preaching, people are crying out. What must we do to get saved? That is going to be the heart cry right now. You're going to begin to hear the cries and the sounds of the souls crying out for mercy from God. And it's going to haunt you because you're hearing people. What must I do to be saved? Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord. I give you praise and glory as we come to this end of this part of the segment of the convergences here. Father, as we continue to go further and further and further, help us to understand these days. Lord, make them clear. Make them understandable because it's been confusing to so many. But Lord, you're unveiling, you're unwrapping, you're disclosing, you're you're revealing the apocalypse to us what many have thought has been doom and gloom is really victorious and triumphant and glorious. Oh father, if we can see the glory, the glory of the end times, if we can see the awesome epicness of the last days, we will see a different revelation and perspective of you father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a discipline and sound mind help us to put on our full armor help us to prepare ourselves for the operation great awakening help us to stand strong in the last days it is now it has come let us be ready in the name of our lord jesus christ we pray amen wow well thank you for staying with me as we come to the conclusion of the is here. We're going to get into another part called the word and the spirit coming together. What else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the generational awakening. This is something we have been preaching since 2015, but now we're seeing this convergence of generations come together. This is where we're going to see Malachi chapter four, verses five through six come to pass where we're seeing the fathers turn to the children and the children's, To the fathers. Like I said, also, you'll be hearing about the false grace message and the true grace message teaching. It'll help you have an understanding of what to look for and how to know what is true grace and what is hyper grace or exaggerated grace. What else are we going to talk about? We're going to be giving you insights into the current events of what's happening in Israel, what's going to take place in America and what's going to take place in the body of Christ. So much coming our way. Stay tuned for the VOR radio show as we're getting close to the end of the year, but there's still much more to come. Tune in on I Call You Blessed radios on Thursdays and Sundays, and also tune in at the VOR.net. We love you. God bless you. Until next time, May the Lord guide you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he continue to keep unveiling his secrets and mysteries and the spirit of prophecy in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.